truck out my motherfucking mind. I was high the fuck up. Tweaking. Doing some shit I wasn't supposed to be doing. I came to my senses and I stopped. And that was the only, that was the only, the only gay nigga. The only one. Not none of you other niggas. Not none of that. So don't sit up here and Ain't nothing happened with him. He just was saying yesterday like that he been in his inbox. He was somebody said that he said that my boyfriend was in his inbox. But don't don't say nothing happened with him. Don't sit up here and make it seem like I'm trying to fuck my own gay community. Like what? Put some fucking respect on my name. No, we know. We know. We're not saying that move, y'all. Like we about to get up line because the kids is just really doing too much. Motherfuckers tripping like then right, like that shit kind of made me mad a little bit. Cause, bitch, we <laughs> nah, my nigga, if you gay, just say you gay. If you gay, just say that. <laughs> if you gay, just say that. <laughs> All right, fuck it, let's get it. Yes, yeah, sir. What's popping with y'all, man? Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of the Until Further Notice podcast. I am the flyest, highest, coolest, smoothest host of them all. OG! Hatch, man, you know what the fuck it is, man. How y'all doing out there, man? Hope y'all out there looking good, feeling good, staying safe. It's a lot of shit going on out there in them streets right now. We all know that by now. Um, I want to say shout out to everybody around the world that's tapped in, joined the conversation, man. Like, I truly appreciate that shit. Let's keep building this fucking empire brick by brick. Um, it's a lot of shit going on, man. I'm be honest with y'all, man. This last, this last week, man. It's been shitty for your boy. I ain't gonna lie to you. I just ain't been feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing too crazy been going on. You know, you just in them in them funks where it's like you go through a few days stretch where it's like you just don't feel like doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't nothing interest you for real. Um, and that's what I've been going through. You know what I mean? But I woke up today. You know what I'm saying? It's a motherfucking pod day. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? When you wake up on a pod day, you know you got to bring something to the people. You know what I mean? So. I woke up today feeling mighty fucking good, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Uh, let's go and get out the way, man. So I ain't gotta talk about this shit later on. Uh, by now we all know who won the election. Uh, I want to say congratulations to Joe Biden. I want to say congratulations to Kamala Harris. Um, on winning that, that was that was big. Um, I'm be honest with y'all, man. I'm not as you know, I'm not as fucking joyful as as a few motherfuckers I've been seeing, a few motherfuckers I know. Has been jumping for joy these last couple days. Um, it's been a normal fucking week for me. Um, but I do want to say congratulations to Kamala Harris. At the end of the day, that is an African American uh woman as the vice president of the United States. Um, as a first. Um, one day if I ever have a, a daughter, or I got I will be able to, you know, give that as an example, um, as, as a goal to reach for, a goal to strive for. Um, I got little cousins, um, you know, who 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 has you know who has a, a new a new goal to reach if they if they choose um, they have seen it they have proof they have a blueprint now um, so I think that's big so I want to say shout out to Kamala Harris in, in regards to that uh, congratulations to Joe Biden as well for ruling the presidential election um, the election itself was nuts I ain't gonna lie to you um, the reason why I say that is because you know for what all this shit was hyped up to be you know for as much changes. <laughs> Motherfuckers said we had as much uh as much as we had the white man ear like motherfuckers said we had. The crazy thing about this shit is that nigga Trump got more votes than he did this time <laughs> than he did when he won the first time. Now, granted, you know what I'm saying a lot more people did vote for the uh for, for the Democrats this time as well. Um, they both they both um they both broke records um when it came to votes. 
But I just think it's kind of crazy when it's like, damn, like the the election was really close. Like it was a lot of motherfuckers before election time about some Trump ain't gonna be able to steal this, and I'm like, yo, you making this seem like it's gonna be a fucking blowout. So and you know, I said the election was the results was gonna take a few days, which it did. That was the longest I think it's ever been, you know, since I, since I've been paying attention, which ain't been that long. Let me just throw it out there, but um, I just wanted to make sure I brought that shit up before I got too deep into the other shit I wanted to get into. Uh, this is not a political podcast, but I wanted to make sure that I highlighted that African American woman is uh, going to be the new vice president of the United States. Uh, like I said, that's, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful benchmark uh, for for black women in the history of of this country. Um, so I wanted to make sure I brought that up on this platform. Um, but the thing about this election, man, it's like niggas won't credit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you, you got on social media after that. Niggas was just going crazy. Niggas are still going crazy. Niggas just won't credit. You got Latinos won't credit. Uh, who was that? Eva Longoria? She was on that motherfucker talking her shit. <laughs> she was on that motherfucker talking big shit. She like, nigga, Latino women did this. We the reason for this. We the reason for that. You got black women in Georgia talking, we the reason for this. We the reason for that. Because everybody just won't credit for this shit. And what the fuck we all want credit for? <laughs> like at the end of the day, what do y'all really want credit for? That's all I'm that's all I'm tripping off of. Like, what the fuck do we really want credit for at this point? Like now that we got the results, you know what I mean? You feel me? Now that we got the results, ain't shit really changed. Now, granted, we gotta wait for the first 100 days, of course. That's when you know what I'm saying, that's when shit really got taken effect. But it's like your life ain't changed within this last week. You know what I'm saying? You got niggas like Van Jones on, on TV crying and shit. Tell me this is a great day for, for niggas in America. Nigga, what? You crying? Why is you crying? Like, niggas was literally crying. <laughs> like you- um, But moving on, man. You know I don't want to talk about that shit for real, man. Moving on, I do want to get into something that's been burning me. A question that's been burning my mind these last couple of days. I came across a video of T.I. and Tiny. You know what I'm saying? They've they been having, they not as of recently, but they had their relationship issues um, when Floyd Mayweather was involved. Um, and the question is, is it a deal breaker if your significant other is fucking with your op, is fucking with a motherfucker you don't fuck with? And I, I don't know, like, like I, I got mixed emotions about that. I, 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 got, I got mixed emotions about that. Because you can be in, you can be in a situation until you really don't know. Well, you really, you really don't know a motherfucker's op. Like, you know, if you move to like a a new city or some shit like that, you know, you move to a new city and you fuck, and you fucking with a chick. You say you fucking with a chick, right? You move to a new city, you fucking with this chick. You don't really know her past like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really know who all she didn't have beef with, and vice versa. Like, motherfuckers don't know your whole past. Like, this is some 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 a nigga that you just had beef with back in the day. This ain't no shit that just, that's just brewing on. That's been brewing. That's, that's like a continuing thing, and that's different. I ain't gonna lie to you. It, it's, it's levels to this op shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's levels to this op shit, bro. Let's just be real with the shit. Like, hey, I'm, I'm 25 now. I'm 25 years old. You know what I'm saying? Now, if I, if a chick I was fucking with, if a chick I'm fucking with, start fucking with a nigga I had beef with back in high school, I ain't really finna be that mad, my nigga. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, like me and my chick going through some shit. If we going through some shit now, you got it. It depends on what type of nigga you is. If you gonna take your girl back for cheating on you anyway, that that's one thing. But if we all in the you gonna that you taking your girl back after she didn't cheat on you, and she didn't told you it's such and such. It's it's fucking it's Dontario. You know what I'm saying? You like Dontario? 
the nigga the niggas that jumped me back in, in junior year yeah <laughs> then that's that's one you you you've isolated that incident that's the nigga you had beef with back in high school my nigga you really can't be that mad that's an op but he ain't a fucking op. that's just a nigga you ain't fucking with that ain't an op for real my nigga if it ain't beef on site you really can't be that mad now in this floyd mayweather and ti situation that's a little bit different i ain't gonna fake it if this is the nigga i just had a fight with over you and you still fucking with this nigga if this is a nigga you you know what i'm saying you know i'm it's public that it's known around the world that i got beef with this nigga if me and this nigga got static every time we see each other if it's if it's war time if it's on site if you my significant other and we on the outs and you fuck with this nigga I can't fuck with you no more. I'm sorry. I can't fuck with you because it's a that's a trust situation. Because at any point, at any point in time, if this nigga is a real life threat, where it's wartime, where it's on site, every time I see this nigga, that mean that niggas life is on the line. You know what I'm saying? If, if it's really at that level, niggas life is on the line. That's that's just the games that we play. Niggas, the niggas I know, that's just how I grew up. If it's if it's really on site with a nigga, if it's really on site with a nigga, then it's wartime. Niggas ain't finna be playing games with you. So if you fucking with a nigga this war, I got wartime with that is on site, I can't fuck with you. That's a trust factor. You fuck with a nigga that 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 don't care for my life, that want to put me in the ground. I can't fuck with you after that. Like, how, how can you really trust a motherfucker that's, that's really fucking with a nigga that you had a shootout with? You know what I said? Recently. That a nigga, a nigga that, that just shot your peoples. A nigga, a nigga that killed your cousin. You can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> You can't do that. You that's a you a different type of nigga if you can if you can take her back. I'm be honest with you. That's a, you a different type of nigga. Like I know motherfuckers stay in relationship because they got kids and all that. And this is different from the T.I. and Floyd Mayweather situation, by the way. I don't know they all I know is that Floyd fucking around with Tiny. That's we just I just know what the media released. I don't really give a fuck about that, but it's the principle about if you got war time with a nigga. T.I. and Floyd was they was going at it in real life. Niggas was that nigga was fighting the champ. <laughs> you know it's wartime when a nigga saying, fuck it, I'll fight a nigga that got five current belts. <laughs> that nigga Floyd had five current belts at the time. That nigga hands, he he was, what, 42-0 and 0 at the time? 43-0 and 0 at the time? It was 43 had tried, 43 had failed. T.I. is the smallest nigga in the world. So you know it's wartime. You know it's serious when niggas say bypass all that nigga belts, bypass all this nigga uh, 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 reputation, bypass all these big ass the money team security guards. I'm finna fight this nigga whose hands are a registered weapon. That's wartime. At that point in time, Ti didn't give a fuck. <laughs> he said, "Fuck the Grammy nominations. Fuck all the money. It's wartime." If Tiny fuck with that, he can't fuck with that. He a better man than me. That's all I'm saying. I know it's a lot of motherfuckers. It's my person. I'm insecure, but I, I ain't mature enough about it. Nah, fuck that. If a nigga killed my cousin or the niggas he fuck with killed my cousin, we beefing with them niggas or I'm telling you on a constant basis that, yo, this nigga right here, I don't like this nigga. If you know I don't like this nigga, you know I, don't, I got beef with this nigga, you know the history with this nigga, and you go fuck this nigga, I can't take you back. I'm sorry. I don't, I, kids, I can't take you back. And I don't, I say, I don't, let me not speak on the kids part. I don't have kids. That's a, that's another, that's another motherfucking me, you know what I'm saying, conversation. That's another layer added to the conversation. But I'm just, in my mind, 
I know me personally. I can't fuck with you, baby. I can't. Like, maybe maybe I'm an ain't shit ass nigga. Maybe if I'm really, maybe I wasn't in love like I said I was. Fuck it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe I ain't. Maybe I ain't love you like I thought I did. <laughs> maybe I don't know what love is. Fuck it. <laughs> but that's just how I feel. Like, that's just how I feel. Like, that, that that's some crazy shit to me. If you fucking, if you go fuck a nigga you know I, I got wartime with because me and you on the outs, you can't expect me to take you back. You can't expect shit to be goody-goody after that. You can't expect, even if I do take you back, you can't expect me to treat you the same way I treated you before. You can't expect that from me. I wouldn't expect that from you. If it was, if she was all on the foot, if I'm fucking, if I go fuck my girl, if I go fuck my girl, fucking the bitch she got beef with at work, because everybody got a motherfucker at work they beefing with. If, if me and my girl on the outs, if I pull some Jody shit off baby boy, I can't, you really can't expect your girl to be on some motherfucking me on the shit to be uh back to normal. You can't. You just can't do that. Cause that's beef for the motherfucker she's seeing every day. And you know that shit she coming home telling you when you ask her how her day going, and the first thing she say is that bitch Loretta looked at me like she was crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you know every motherfucking day, when your girl say that bitch Loretta, and you and your girl get on the outs and you go fuck that bitch Loretta, you know you cross the line. You know you done violated. You know, you know, you could have fucked anybody in the world except Loretta. <laughs> except Loretta. That's how the game go. Like, I don't, I don't know if motherfuckers just be acting like they don't, they, don't, they don't feel these ways. But nah, fuck that. You can't fuck the op. Now, I'm a motherfucker that always said, like, yo, you cheat on me. <clears throat> I don't believe in cheating, first of all. I don't believe in cheating. Let me just get that out there. I don't believe in cheating. Like, I'd rather break up with you before I cheat on you. Like, I've done that before. Like, I've been in a relationship with a woman, and I felt like, yo, hey, old girl, I don't think I'll fuck old girl. I broke up with my girl because at that point in time, I've realized, yo, I don't feel that 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 connection that me and you have. It's not there no more. Because at this point in time, baby, I'm looking somewhere else. I'm just being honest. So I'd rather break up with a woman before I actually cheat on her. I feel like she'll respect me more. And that's how the game, I, that's how it's been working for me so far. I've, a woman has respected me more of actually breaking up with them prior to cheating on them because if i cheat on you and just keep you around now i'm making you look stupid that's a whole nother thing i always think about if i was on if the shoe was on foot i don't respect cheating like i don't respect cheating at all but i do understand hey sometimes shit happens <laughs> you know what i'm saying i understand sometimes shit happens players fuck up but me i don't i don't i don't do the, the, the cheating thing from the from the get-go so if you if you're gonna take if you're gonna take a motherfucker back hey you could have fucked. You could have fucked anybody in the world. So if if you if you if you've already if you a motherfucker who would take your your girl back, you take your man back after they had cheated on you. You know it's certain motherfuckers in the world. It's certain motherfuckers you know that if they fuck them, that it, you, it ain't no coming back from that. If it's a random, hey, you make it. You can get a pass. Hey, a, a drunk New Year's Eve. Hey, we was on the outs. Drunk New Year's Eve. Fuck in Colorado. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Shit happens. You know what I mean? But it's like, if it's a motherfucker, you know I'm on the outs with, you know I got war time with, a nigga you know it, we we didn't we didn't been through, through through battles with, a nigga you know it, bodies undrop, a nigga you know it, I ain't told you, I ain't fucking with, a nigga you know that that, that 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 get under my skin, a nigga you know it, I'm telling you on a day-to-day basis, yo, I don't fuck with this nigga. I can't take you back if you go fuck that nigga. I can't. I can't. I, I can't do that. 
I can't do that. That's even if I'm taking you back in the first place after you cheated on me. Now you want to go fuck my ops? Damn. <laughs> what the fuck is love? <laughs> like, for real shit. Um, moving on, man, from, the, from that conversation. Um, I came across this video on Worldstar about this rapper called Draco the Ruler. I'm not too familiar with Draco the Ruler. I'm going to be honest with you. He was a West Coast rapper. Uh, I'm not familiar with any of his songs, any of his catalog. I didn't bother to go look that shit up. But a name like Draco the Ruler, I'm be honest with you, my nigga. <laughs> I'm be honest with you, my guy. <laughs> I ain't fucking with it. But the thing about this video, man, when I clicked on this video, it said he was just released from prison. He just served a long stint in prison. Um, and his auntie was picking him up, you know what I'm saying, from the prison. Now, I always thought that was kind of funny. Like, to me, if you a rapper, you get out of prison, you got to have, hey, man, you got to keep up the image. But if you're going to come out still rap, you got to keep up the image. You can't have your auntie pick you up. You got to have you gotta have some bad bitches or your goons or your homeboys pick you up, give you the chain, give you the fresh clothes. You pull up on the corner, throw the, throw the motherfucking me jail outfit in the, in the corner truck. You got to do that. And drop the mixtape the next week. That's what you got to do. <laughs> That's the fuck you got to do, my guy. But this nigga, Draco the Ruler, he, he a different type of nigga, bro. This nigga hopped on Instagram Live or Facebook Live, whatever the fuck he was. He hopped on Live and his auntie took a phone call. And in the middle of her phone call, she was she exposed this nigga business. She told, she, she exposed this nigga Draco the Ruler. He just got out of prison. And he was here to go get some dick. <laughs> This nigga's hey yo, look bro, this ain't even about Draco the Ruler no more. I'm beyond. Like, let me stop talking about Draco the Ruler. You a different type of gay, my nigga. You you gay gay. I'm be honest with you. You just served a long stint in prison, <laughs> and the first thing on your mind was to go get some dick. Like like nigga, you just left a whole fucking 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 plantation of dick. You just left a whole plantation of dick. <laughs> For, for however many years you were there, my God. For however many fucking years you were there. <laughs> and you mean to fucking tell me the first thing on Draco the fucking ruler's mind when he just left a plantation prison of dicks was to go get some more dick? Yo! That hey, that's that's gay gay. That's a different that's a different type of gay, my guy. Like, like you can't fam. Like, I never thought about it like that. Like, I never thought about it like that, y'all. Like, I'm sorry, like this shit. I've always heard a nigga that's been in jail for hellas. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? When nigga been in jail for hellas, and the first thing they do when they get out of jail is go get them a pro. Go get them a little two. You know what I'm saying? Hey, go get them some little cheap pussy for the forty for the four for the forty bucks. I've heard that story all my life, dog. I've, I've always heard that fucking story, but I've never, never, <laughs> I've never, never heard a motherfucking story of a nigga getting out of prison. The first thing on that nigga's mind. The first motherfucking thing on that nigga's mind was to go get some dick. Nigga, go get a burger. Go get something to eat. Like, what the fuck? Do you you want some more? You want some more dick? Draco, come on, bro. He needs a motherfucker. Somebody got to sit him down. He has a problem. It's, it, it comes a point where you, if you really love a motherfucker, you got to sit a motherfucker down like, yo, brother.
you just did 15 years, nigga, with all them dicks. And the first thing, you might want me to go drop you off to go get some dick. Nigga, you don't want to go, you don't go shoot no hoops. You don't, you don't, you don't want to go, like, you don't go get McDonald's or nothing, nigga. Like, you don't want to go to rallies or something. Like, niggas is, what? This, he's, this is a different type of level of gay. Like, I came across this shit like, yo. Then his auntie outed him. Once she said this shit, he's trying to point to the camera like, nah, nah, be quiet. Like, nigga, nah, it's out there now. The whole world, no, you getting out there, go get some more dicks. So you can't you can't deny that you you gay. You can't deny you ain't gay, bro. You can't you can't deny. If, if, if you can't then your auntie the way your auntie was saying that shit and the way he reacted to that shit. You gotta go see the video, but you gotta look at the video of Draco the motherfucking ruler, bro. It's the funniest shit you've ever seen in your fucking life. That this nigga auntie out this nigga for being gay. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly out of him for being gay. It's the funniest shit. I've seen a fucking long ass motherfucking time, man. That's the funniest shit in the world. Uh, moving on, man. You know, I move. I want to talk about something that that, that came across. Uh, I was coming across this on social media, and they was talking about niggas being niggas being, you know, saying thoughtful for their homeboys. I got a lot of homeboys, you know what I'm saying? You know, well, not a lot. Let me be honest. I ain't got a lot of homeboys. A lot of niggas that know me. A lot of niggas I know. I don't, I don't classify a lot of niggas as my homeboys. Um, I don't really have a lot of motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, I'm that cool with. But for the motherfuckers that I do rock with, they know who they is, you know what I'm saying? Shout my niggas X, shout my nigga CJ, shout my nigga Cody B, shout my nigga Eric, shout my nigga, my, my nigga, my nigga Elijah, my nigga Mike, all, all you need, all you know the fuck you is, man. I ain't finna run off that laundry list, man. You know the fuck you is, man. Niggas I grew up with. But, you know, I care about them niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if something happens to them niggas, I fly to St. Louis, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm i there for niggas. If niggas got, you know, weddings or anything, I fly. I'm there. I, 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 I consider that caring for my niggas. You know what I mean? I give niggas advice, you feel me? I, I, I let niggas know when they fucking up. You know what I'm saying? I do those things for niggas. You know, they're my boys. Um... But when it when it comes to taking care of your homeboys or 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 or, or, or being thoughtful for my homeboys, I've never done that. Like I've I've never been over on my way to my homeboys' crib and, and stopped at the store and, and called my homeboys like, "Yo, my nigga, you want something?" From like I've never done that, and my homeboys have never done that for me. <laughs> like like I think those are like I think those are when you crossing the lines, bro. I'm be honest with you. Now this could be some some weird ass dude thing. But I don't want none of my motherfucking homeboys that's coming over to the crib calling me. They stop at the store asking me, am I hungry? What? Nigga, no. What the fuck, nigga? If you get here and I say I'm hungry, nigga, we just mob out, nigga, and just go get something to eat. Or nigga, we just door, I just door dash. So what the fuck you need? Am I hungry? Nigga, don't be taking care of me. <laughs> they try to take care of me, nigga. What the fuck wrong with you, nigga? <laughs> nigga, they're fighting words for niggas. Like, niggas look at you kind of crazy. Like, real shit. Like, I know I ain't the only nigga that feel like this. I know I ain't the only nigga that feel like this. Like, even niggas in my niggas in my family ain't never even did no shit like that. Niggas, niggas in your family. And whenever you have your, your, your cousin came over and was like, hey, yo, my nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm stopping at the store. Hey, yo, you thirsty? Hey, you ate today? Like, for real, imagine your homeboy. Imagine your homeboy called you when he was coming over. Y'all niggas finna play 2K. Y'all niggas finna play 2K. <laughs> Y'all niggas, y'all finna play 2K. 
And your homeboy call you before you come over there. And he say, hey, bro, you, you ate today? <laughs> you ate today? <laughs> Maybe you'll slap the shit out that nigga when he get there. If that, if that nigga don't get his ass beat when he gets to your house, it's something going on. Y'all niggas in cahoots. <laughs> Y'all in cahoots. <laughs> Real shit. Like, niggas ain't never been thoughtful for me. And I ain't never been thoughtful for niggas. Like, the line stops at advice. The line stops for I come to your baby shower. The line stops at I come to your weddings. The line stops at I, you can hit my blunt. Like, the line stops at I pick you up in, in basketball, five on five. But, nigga, you, you trying, you, you asking me if I ate today. Nigga, you know how many times that I heard my homeboy's stomach's growling? <laughs> and that's fucked up. That's fucked up. But you know how many times, like, niggas done been in the trenches? You know what I'm saying? Niggas was hungry. And niggas didn't scrape up their last few dollars together to get something to eat. Now, I done did that. But I ain't never done called one of my homeboys up and was like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you ate today, my nigga? You good? I ain't never did no shit like that. I'm being, I, when, when a nigga do some, when a nigga start doing some shit like that, yeah, hey, hey, man. Hey, that's all. Hey, you, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you gotta look at that nigga kind of crazy. You gotta start punching that nigga in the chest just, just to let him know you a man. <laughs> you just gotta let him know you a man at the end of the day. Fuck that. Fuck that. Cause if niggas start taking, if niggas start feeding you at the end of the day, man, they gonna start saying you owe him something, dog. I ain't seen too many motherfucking me movies, B. I ain't seen too many fucking prison movies. A nigga start feeding you on a daily basis, that nigga gonna say you owe him. And he ain't gonna tell you what the fuck you own. It may, it may be a lot, it may be a little, but it's gonna cost you. <laughs> but it's gonna cost you, my nigga. That's just how the game go. Real shit. Uh, moving on, man. You know, what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about, with, with, you know, niggas. I was, I was talking to a, you know, a lot of my niggas when, when the Drake news broke. I remember when Drake news broke about his baby mama and his kid and shit like that. And motherfuckers found out who Drake baby mama was. And it was Sophia Brussos. Um, like, she's like a webcam girl, shit like that. Motherfuckers tried to say she was a porn star. But she's really a webcam girl. Like, she got nude and shit like that. But she was never fucking. You know what I'm saying? Um, trust me. Motherfuckers was looking for that shit. So, motherfuckers was trying to say she wasn't bad. Like, Drake's such a star that... If his girl wasn't, you know what I'm saying, J-Lo, Beyonce, uh, 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 you know, somebody of that caliber, somebody on that level, motherfuckers was going to bash. She was, if his girl wasn't a star, then motherfuckers was going to bash her, you know, especially if she wasn't black. Let's just, let's just keep it real. That's how that game go. But a lot of motherfuckers, a lot of my homeboys, especially, and a lot of motherfuckers on the internet was capping. A lot of motherfuckers were saying Sophia Brousseau wasn't fine. And I was just sitting back like, you motherfuckers is crazy. Like, I know why Drake got the bitch pregnant. Like, a lot of motherfuckers like, damn, Drake got hurt pregnant. Like, nigga, niggas, I know it's like, damn, Drake got hurt pregnant. Like, all the bitches he fucking. I'm like, nigga, I can tell. I know exactly why she's pregnant. She's bad as fuck. Her ass is fat as fuck. Like, let's keep it real. Like, you, I can, you can look at certain motherfuckers and tell that she's pregnant. And I looked at Sophia Bruce. I'm like, yeah, Sophia Bruce, I fine as fuck. Like, like, she's fine. Like, and motherfuckers are just trying shit on Like, Don't get me wrong. She got a strong ass face, you know what I'm saying? Don't give me like she some you know some European women they got some strong ass faces, you know what I'm saying? You can feed they got some Timberland boot, Timberland boot with honey on it for breakfast if you want to. <laughs> they got some strong ass chin, strong ass jaw jaw structures. But if you if you've never been involved with European women and shit like that or different women from around the world, 
you wouldn't know if you just been stuck in your own confines in your own hood and seen the same three motherfucking uh three motherfucking me chicks then nigga you don't you don't know but if you me knowing that okay some european women they have strong ass features so i know russian women got some strong ass features they all look like motherfucking me uh uh posingas they all I know so many Russian women that look like fucking Porzingis. And shout out to Russia, by the way. The fucking conversation has reached uh, Russia. So shout out to Russia, by the way. <laughs> shout out to y'all for tapping in. But like I was saying, I know so many motherfucking European women with strong features. But that's, that's not making them unattractive. They just got they got stronger features. Like I said, you can get a ass Timberland boot if you want to for breakfast. You can save a lot of fucking money. A lot of money. <laughs> you can save monies. <laughs> But it's like a lot of motherfuckers just capping, saying that she wasn't bad. I'm like, this bitch is bad. Like, I thought, like, motherfuckers made me feel like I was really tripping. Like, I'm looking at a picture of her right now. Like, She's fucking bad. Now you got a picture of her floating around on Worldstar, her doing yoga and all that. And motherfuckers see her, 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 how thick she is, how fat her ass is and all that. And like, I'm like, said she thirsty. I'm like, no, nigga, it's just how she is. Like, some, some motherfuckers are just stacked like that. Like you got some women that that's thick, then you got some women that's just like just super fucking thick. Like it's just, it's just crazy. Like that's the reason why she, Drake didn't nigga. That's why she got pregnant. You can look at so you can look at certain women and be like, yo, bro, come on, man, come on, man. What we do? What we talking about? <laughs> you know what we talking about? When, when certain women got hella kids, what, 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 come on, man. What we talking about? We know why. We know what's really going on down there. We know the waterworks. And you can look at Sophia Brousseau and tell that shit's popping. Like I said, she was a webcam girl too, so you know. Come on, man. But it was like a lot of motherfuckers just capping on her name, bro. I'm beyond. A lot of motherfuckers was capping on her name, bro. And a lot of them, they trying to give her her credit now. She's been laying low. You see her IG. She doing all the positive shit. It's a lot of artistic shit going on. But that's always who she was. Like a lot of motherfuckers didn't know who she was before the Drake shit. Then you just got introduced and thought she was a porn star. So you just, you know, so had, had negative thought about it. But if you knew who she was prior to that, she she was a bad she was a bad bitch prior to Drake. So it, it wasn't surprising that knowing that Drake was fucking all it was allegedly fucking these stripper hoes with fake asses that he was fucking with this this artistic European bitch with a with a real ass. Like it, it don't fall too far from the tree, bro. And I think a lot of motherfuckers capping saying she wasn't bad because because Sophia Brussels bad as a motherfucker. I ain't gonna fake it. I ain't gonna fake it. She's definitely a motherfucking friend of the show. No cap. Like, the funny thing about the Drake shit is, like, I know a lot of motherfuckers saying Drake baby mama was ugly. And only, like, two of my homeboys baby mama is fine. Like, I, like, I ain't gonna fake it. Like, I only got two homeboys. Like, I only got two. On the doors. <laughs> where, they, where they baby mama is legit fine. And that was a chick that they really was with. That was a chick that they really were, like, they playing that baby. Like, all my homeboys who got babies, like, out, out the wazoo, out, out, out the woo went off the perkies. <laughs> the babies off the perks. Nah, man. Nah, fuck. Nah, they baby mamas be ugly as fuck. And I ain't no disrespect. I ain't dis- I ain't trying to disrespect nobody. But like only two of my homeboys, two, got fine baby mamas. The other the rest of them niggas, they don't even like they baby mamas. Niggas know when they baby mamas be ugly. So that's why I was just appalled when niggas was saying that Drake baby mama was ugly. I'm like, nigga, are you serious? Yo, bitch, like, I got homeboy, bitch, like Nightcrawler, fam. 
Like it look, it's looking crazy out here. <laughs> but it's like niggas just be quick to to to, to talk about another nigga situation. I just be like, yo, like how many niggas do you really know think they baby mama fun? Like how many niggas you know? Because like I said, nigga, I, that's that's like my biggest fear in the world. I do not want an ugly baby mama. I'm be I'm gonna be legit. Like my head already too big, fam. My kid can't come out ugly and a big ass head. <laughs> like you can't have one or the other. You, you can't have both. You gotta have one or the other, my nigga. One of the motherfucking other. If you both, you looking like Jason Voorhees or some fucking but you're looking crazy looking fucked up. It's tough. <laughs> Shit's tough. But it's like that's that's my biggest fear. And like I, I be taking risks, I be taking chances, you know what I'm saying? Like and you gotta sprinkle a few, you know what I'm saying, butterfaces in that motherfucker sometimes. Times get hard. Bad bitches get taken. <laughs> sometimes get hard, fam. So it's like a lot of my niggas, they 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 struck out on the on on the on on the butterface. You know what I'm saying? Like I said that that's why you got you gotta proper plant properly plan this shit. Only two of my homeboys. Two of them motherfuckers. Got fun, baby mama. And like I said, hey, hey I ain't, we ain't gonna talk about the kids. <laughs> but uh, moving on, man, let's move on. I want to talk about, you know, I, I've been thinking a lot lately. You know, like I've been preaching a lot on this on this podcast about being self aware and things of that nature and shit like that. You know, during during uh COVID, during quarantine and all that good shit. You know, I've had a lot of time to think. Which is, you know, good or bad. It can go, you know, either way. Sometimes it's, it's, it's more bad than good. Because I'm a motherfucker who overthinks a lot. So you give me more time to just sit around and think. Uh, it, shit can get kind of crazy. But, you know, in the midst of me thinking and all that shit, I was thinking about at what point in time does a, does a person realize that they want a relationship or... They just want some in-house pussy or some in-house dick. Like, like real shit. Like, at, at what point in time do you really sit there and say, you want a relationship? Because I've, I know people who are who have um, friends with benefits relationships, if those are still things. I don't even know if that's what people call it anymore. I just think that's motherfuckers just fucking. <laughs> I think motherfuckers just fucking now, and they text sometimes. So like we, I guess you say friends with benefits, but I don't know if motherfuckers really classify things like that anymore. Um, but at what point do you really say I want to be in a relationship? Because if you got some in-house pussy or some in-house dick, you really you you good. Now, at what point does that not just turn into that's that? Uh, at what point does that not turn into relationship? Um, at what point? What's the difference? One may say, but. I always think, because I know, I know it beats mornings when I wake up, at least five days out the week, well, I'm good. I'm good on being single. You know what I'm saying? I'm good on living my life. You know what I'm saying? Chasing my dreams, staying focused on the goals and the tasks at hand, and just having the people that, I'm, that I talk to or having people that I socialize with, you know what I'm saying, ha- having my situations like that. Um, but all, there are those two other days out the week where, you know what I'm saying, where it's like, damn, like, I wouldn't mind waking up. Smelling that motherfucking me, you know what I'm saying? That bacon and egg. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like everybody wake up sometimes and have that vision where you where you rub where you rubbing the, the crust out your eyes and you got the white picket fence or some shit. You know what I'm saying? You got the dog and all you know, you, you know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm, 
You know the Dr. Seuss shit I'm painting. You know the picture I'm painting this motherfucker. But it's like, it just be two days out the week where I'm feeling like, yo, I wouldn't mind having a relationship. But that's just when I'm like, I wouldn't mind having that person around. But that's just two days out the week. So now it has me wondering, damn, do I want a relationship? Or do I just want some in-house pussy? To words like, hey, yo, um, we just do what we do. You know what I mean? You come over, you come over on these days, we do what we do. The mother days out the week, hey, yo. Hey, <laughs> yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, I don't know if that can work. I don't know if that's what I've been doing anyway, but it's like, at what point in time do you realize you want an actual relationship? Because we all have people that we're not in relationships with that we care about, that we'll do damn near anything for, that we can call at any point in time of day, at any at any at any point in time at night. You know, so we can call them for anything. We can talk about we can talk to them about anything. We can, you know what I'm saying? We have those people. If you don't have those people, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm deeply sorry. You know what I'm saying? But we all have those people of the of the uh, of the people that we're with their own that we're not of the other sex, but that, that we're attracted to. Let me say, we all have those people that we're attracted to um, that we can talk to about whatever if we feel that way. If we if we can we can at least talk to them to a certain extent. We can get we can get emotions off our chest. We can release you know what I'm saying those those type of emotions. Um, but it's like at what point in time does that just not be y'all, y'all don't fuck around. So if you fucking around with that person, you not with them, but you can still rely on them emotionally, you know what I'm saying, to talk you through things or to get you through things, and you can still depend on them. If you guys' relationship is still, you know what I'm saying, rock solid, but y'all just fucking around, it's kind of like in-house pussy or in-house dick. Is there really a need for a relationship? Is there really a need to really put a, a, a serious title on that shit? Because with serious titles come serious stress. You know what I'm saying? That comes that with great power come great responsibilities. <laughs> you know, what I'm Uncle Ben wasn't lying. That nigga just don't make rice. <laughs> that nigga just don't make rice now. <laughs> that nigga got that nigga spit some game now. <laughs> Them two totally different niggas, but hey. <laughs> but it's, it's the same thing, though. It's like if you got that person, it's like it, it, are you just it, at what point he's like I'm, I'm just cool with the in-house push or the in-house dick. And, and not putting not putting a title on things. At, at what point in time do you say, "No, nah, fuck it, I'm ready. Let, let's go ahead and say, let's let's do it." I don't know. Like I've been thinking about that. Like just at what? Because I know a lot of motherfuckers that get in relationships and they don't be happy. Like shit, be all good the first couple months of you know what I'm saying where the sex is amazing. <laughs> As they always say, the sex was amazing. We fucked three, four, five, six, seven times a day. The number always go up the more you let them talk. But it's like the more the, as the relationship goes on, it's like they don't really be in love with each other. Motherfuckers end up either cheating on each other. Motherfuckers just don't be there. Uh, a motherfucker always say the other one wasn't there for them emo- emotionally. You know what I'm saying? Don't let bills become a problem. Then the, re- then the relationship really ain't shit. But the sex is great. <laughs> you know what I mean? So at what point in time do y'all just say fuck it and just keep fucking around? And just keep fucking like, we grown here, but we know what we doing, man. Like, if we know we only getting together to, to fuck, come on, man. Let's cut out all the other bullshit. That's where, that's where the shit get toxic. The shit get toxic when you keep acting like you, when you keep playing house. When you keep acting like shit gonna change. When you keep acting like it's gonna be a difference. 
Nah, this shit ain't gonna change. This shit ain't gonna change at all, baby. We done been through this shit too many times. <laughs> you feel me? You know what I'm saying? So if we just if we just going about it to where we six months we just been hooking up. Whenever we hook, hit each other, we just hooked up and went on our only went on our way. Had, had had a few one night stands, but the relationship was cordial and shit, shit was cool. But as soon as soon as you put a title on shit, shit get kind of fucked up. It's like, damn, at what point in time did you really feel like you want to be in a relationship with that person? At what point in time? Because if you feel like you should have been in a relationship with that person, that relationship shouldn't be so easy to break. That's just my personal opinion. If that relationship was is easy to break, you should have never been in a relationship with that person at all. Just because the sex is good, that don't mean you have to get in a relationship with that person. Just because they give you good advice, don't mean you have to get in a relationship with that person. Just be cool with that person. Just fuck that person from time to time. Like, it's cool. Like, it's okay. The shit start getting toxic when you start acting like shit gonna change. When you start making it seem like we supposed to be doing something else. <laughs> nah, we both know why we in this bed. <laughs> we both know why we here. And I just think that's when a lot of shit get toxic, man. Real shit. When motherfuckers just start acting like they, they want they want something different. You don't really want nothing different. You, you, you're not in love with that person. You're in love with the fact of being in love with that person. That's a different thing. And two totally different things. Yeah, you can't you can't be you can't be like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that just leads me to my next point. You know what I'm saying? This this is a horrible segue, but it's kind of not. Condom sex is horrible, my nigga. I'm gonna be honest with you. The oh, it's like the, the the more years I spend on this on this earth of eyes, man. It's like every day, every day, <laughs> every motherfucking day, every single night, and every single day. <laughs> It's like every motherfucking day that goes on, it's like condoms just get worse and worse and worse. Like them motherfuckers is horrible, dog. Like it, like I'm, I understand. Like I've always got it. I've always got why niggas made dumb decisions. But fam, it's like the older I get, it's like I'm starting to feel childish with them motherfuckers, fam. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna. I'm starting to feel very motherfucking childish. With the pulling out that motherfucking magnet, putting that motherfucker, <laughs> putting that motherfucker on that shit, man. You can't feel shit in that shit, man. Like the I ain't gonna lie, the bear skins, you know, them a little bit different, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. This ain't no, this ain't no promo. This ain't no plug, but the bear skins, I ain't gonna lie. Them, them motherfuckers get the job done. You, you, you feel some shit in them motherfuckers. But I, I went and bought some thin joints, bro. Like y'all, my peoples, bro. So I'm, I'm being honest with you. I'm giving y'all a little bit of insight to my personal life. I went and bought some of them, them thin joints, bro. Bro, I could, bro. <laughs> you can't feel shit. You can't feel shit. Man, I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't know about other motherfuckers, bro. I don't know about other niggas. I don't, I don't get into a lot of motherfuckers' business. Like, me and my niggas don't be talking about this shit. Like, I don't, we, don't, we don't talk about this type of shit. But it's like, I ain't, the type of, I ain't trying to fuck you all for that long, man. Like, real shit, real shit, baby. I ain't trying to fuck you that long. Like, we got like a 25-minute, 30-minute cap. Like once we get to forty five minutes, hey yo, <laughs> yo, <laughs> I'm looking at her with the mellow eye, like yo, <laughs> like baby girl, <laughs> you need you need to come on, you need to do something to me, like this shit ain't working, and that's how it is. That's what the condoms, bro. Like I ain't gonna fake it, bro. I ain't gonna fake it, man. 
I had the condom on, man. And 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 I'm back there going. To, I'm going to work. I'm going crazy. I I know I'm going crazy, but I ain't feeling like I'm going crazy. <laughs> Them motherfucking comms ain't shit. <laughs> Them motherfucking comms ain't shit. Motherfucking bitch told me you ain't gotta be able to feel the pussy. Just know it's there. Man, I ain't never took a condom off so fast in my motherfucking life. <laughs> Hey, yeah, I took that motherfucking car muscle pass for my clothes back on, dog. Hey, man, he can't say no shit like that. (laughs) Bitch, he can't say no shit like You ain't got to be able to feel the pussy. Just know it's there. No, bitch, that defeats the purpose. I'm finna take my ass home. All righty here. Alrighty here. It's finna get it's finna get some fucking clutch time minutes. Fuck that. <laughs> Righty finna go for 25 and a fourth. <laughs> Fuck that. Like I ain't never heard no shit like that before, bro. And like I it was just at that moment in time, I was like, yo, bro, it's like the older I get. It's like that's what really had me thinking, like, damn, bro, should I just get do, do I want a relationship? Or do I just want some in-house pussy? Because it's like, damn, bro, like condom sex is like, that's like getting a fucking, that's like getting a haircut but not getting a line. It just defeats the purpose. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Every, you ever got a, I got dreads now, bro. Whenever I get my motherfucking dreads done, you know, I get a retwist and I don't get a fresh lining. I, that it defeats the fucking purpose. You walk away pissed off. You walk away, you walk away pissed off. <laughs> you ain't really trying to go out that night. Like, you're like, damn, bro, I ain't finished. Like, I ain't get the deed done. You know what I'm saying? That's how you feel. That's how you feel fucking with a con. You ain't feeling shit for real. You know what I'm saying? Like you going off visual. and You going off that bitch sound effect. That bitch down there going crazy. Like, she getting beat the fuck up by Mike Tyson in the motherfucking me first 30 seconds of a world champ- a world heavyweight uh, championship fight. And I'm up here not feeling shit. <laughs> I'm up here feeling. I ain't sweating. I'm up here like, man, I'm up here like a motherfucking outfielder for the Mets. <laughs> I'm back here, fuck, I'm fucking this bitch like an outfielder from the Mets. I'm back here eating fucking sunflower seeds and, 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 eating, and eating tall. She's bitch down here getting punched by Mike Tyson. I ain't feeling shit with that fucking glove on, cuz. I ain't gonna fake it. Condom sex ain't shit, man. Hey, con- condom sex ain't shit, bro. Hey, hey, man, yo. Hey man, let me let me stop, man. Before I say some shit, I'm gonna regret. <laughs> I probably already said some shit I'm gonna regret, man. I, it's probably some shit I'm gonna delete. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh moving on. You know, I came across a story, man. I ain't really see getting too much pub. I ain't really see too many people talking about it. It's about Johnny Depp. Uh, Johnny Depp has been accused of abuse um by his ex-wife, uh, Amber Heard. Um, her had released photos of herself um bruised and battered, uh, allegedly at the hands of Johnny Depp. Um this news had also broke after the uh, after news had broke that Johnny Depp has resigned from the Fantastic Beast franchise. Um, the Fantastic Beast franchise was a pretty big franchise. Um, I haven't seen the movies, but I have seen the numbers and what they did at the box office. You know, it's Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is a huge motherfucking star. But I just thought it was kind of fucking strange to me that nobody was talking about how this nigga was being accused of of, of being a, a, a domestic a, a DV. You know what I'm saying? Of, of, of being accused of abuse. Like I said, I feel like to me, every motherfucking me black actor, like this is Michael B. Jordan. 
you know what I'm saying, knock on wood, try to put that 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 shit in the air for my nigga. But this was to me, if this was a black actor, it's like damn, this shit would have been all over the shade room, motherfucking me, uh, every red carpet event. That would have been at the t- at the bottom of the ticker. Like motherfuckers would have been heard about this shit. But this is Johnny motherfucking Depp. It ain't like this. This a this a no name ass motherfucking me actor. Um, so I thought it was kind of crazy that Johnny Depp was being accused of abuse by his ex wife. Like so she released photos and and uh, videos of herself being bruised and battered. Like so it's no nobody knows the the, the true story besides those two. Um, I just wanted to make sure I brought up on my platform and, and kind of see, make sure I, I showed you guys the difference and how they how how you know people are covered. You know, I mean, it could be that Johnny Depp is just a huge motherfucking me star, and motherfuckers want to give him the benefit of the doubt, and he got enough pull to to hush a few motherfuckers and push sweep it up under the rug. That could be the case, my nigga. That could be the case. But it, to me, it's just like it's kind of fucking crazy that I didn't see this shit on TMZ. I heard about everything else, every every rapper that get his chain snatched walking down motherfucking me Figaro, or every motherfucking me uh rapper that motherfucking me got got some that just fucked a Kardashian. We see them getting pictures taken and all that shit all on TMZ. Why the fuck? I, this report I'm reading not even from fucking TMZ. This from IGN. This some shit I seen on Twitter, my nigga. Why the fuck I ain't seeing this shit all on TMZ all down my timeline about Johnny Depp being accused of this shit by his ex-wife? That's big fucking news. To the point where he had to resign from the franchise, from the Fantastic Beast franchise. Like I said, it's, it's all a legend. We don't know the stories, but goddamn. At least let motherfuckers know this shit is going on. I just think that shit is kind of crazy, man. I ain't, I ain't gonna fake it with y'all. I, I just think that shit is kind of crazy. Um, next, moving on, man. I, w- I want to get on to this week's doofus of the week. Yes, yeah, sir. This week's doofus of the week goes out to Dwight Turner. Dwight Turner is 50 years old. Here at the Until Further Notice podcast, we don't give a fuck how old you are. We don't give a fuck how wise you're supposed to be. I will indeed let you know how fucking stupid you are. I don't care if you're in your teenage years, your early 20s, your late 30s, your early 40s, late mid 40s. This nigga's 50 years old. And Dwight Turner is a man from Florida who was mauled, mauled after paying 150 big ass buckaroos for a full contact experience with a black leopard. Dwight Turner, like I mentioned, is 50 years old has undergone two surgeries since being attacked by this fucking animal. His wife released a written statement to the to the FWC uh, that this was an arranged uh, event for him to to just play with the with the uh, leopard, to play with it, to rub its belly and to take pictures. Dwight Turner paid 150 big ass buckaroos to have a full contact experience with a fucking wild animal. This nigga paid $150. At what point in time did you think, did you not think this shit just wasn't cheap enough? You ain't think like, yo, this shit should cost more. <laughs> like, it's only $50 more as a pair off all white Air Force Ones. <laughs> huh? You stupid ass nigga. I'm looking at a picture of Dwight Turner. I can't, you can't see his face. Half his fucking head is gone, y'all. Half of this man's head is fucking missing. $150 fucking dollars. You could have took that shit to a motherfucking me buffet and fed everybody. <laughs> you could have you could have bought back the block with that shit. Imagine what you could do with that $150, my nigga. That $150. 
instead of taking your dumb ass to some nigga who had a black leopard and gave him $150 to lock you up with a fucking black leopard for a full contact experience. Who the fuck wants a full contact experience? But that's the reason why you're the doofus of the week, Dwight. <laughs> that's, that is the reason why Dwight Turner is the doofus of the fucking week. They say the older you get, the wiser you get. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> you fucking lied. <laughs> this nigga's 50 years old. and didn't have the common sense not to know that just paying $150 that trouble wasn't coming after that. Come on, my nigga. You fucking dumbass. Doofus of the fucking week goes out to Dwight Turner. Get well soon, nigga. <laughs> moving on, man. Let's tap in sports real quick. Uh, moving in with sports. I came across a, uh, a clip, you know, from uh, Shannon Sharp's podcast. Um, I think it's called Club Shay Shay on YouTube. Um, he was interviewing Chris Bosh. Um, and I see a little clip, you know, from Chris Bosh saying that when he joined the Miami Heat Big Three, that he thought, that he thought that he was going to be the leading scorer out of the, out of the Big Three. He thought that D-Wade and LeBron James were going to be riding a fast brace and they are going to be feeding him on the dive ends and things of that nature. And, you know, the reason why I bring it up is because, you know, everybody has always made a big thing about the third wheel of the of the LeBron James, um, you know, trio. You know, if it's, if it's Chris Bosh, if it's Kevin Love, you know what I'm saying? When when AD came to the Lakers, it was like, who's going to be the third wheel? They, they said it was Kyle Kuzma. They just say it's so much stress being that third wheel. And I never understood that. You know what I mean? Like, I get it for, for niggas like, you know what I'm saying, Chris Bosh, who was coming from, you know, uh, Toronto, who really wasn't doing shit. When you coming from not a team that wasn't doing shit, you putting up good numbers. I, I, I guess it can be a, a hard transition to to come to a team and, and just not being to put up those same godly numbers. But it's like, damn, my nigga, like, at what what the fuck was he thinking? Thinking he was gonna be the leading scorer out of that big three? No shit, shit was gonna be difficult for you to adjust. If you thought that you, Chris Bosh, was going to go into the Miami Heat Big Three and be the leading scorer when LeBron James was arguably the, the best player in the league at that time, if you ask me, I still had Kobe at that time, but damn, LeBron James was definitely number two if he was if he wasn't number one. Motherfuckers wasn't booing you, Chris Bosh, <laughs> when, when, they, when they was calling your name for the starting five. No, nigga, they was booing that nigga, number six. <laughs> Number six, <laughs> not one, six. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, it just, it's like, damn, like, it, it, to me, it just puts so much into perspective. Because I just always sit back like, why the fuck is that so hard to do? All you got to do is get 15 fucking points. 15 and eight. 15 and fucking eight when you was playing in that position. Now, granted, anything uh, more than that was a plus. But all you really had to do is 15 and eight. He wasn't the center at that time. They had Berman. They had Joel Joel Anthony. They had other big big men. So I used to always sit back like, why the fuck is this so hard for? Why are they saying it's so hard? But when you coming out saying you thought you was gonna be the nigga, no wonder this shit was so fucking hard, nigga. You fucking stupid. What the fuck you mean? That's, Le- that's LeBron James, my nigga. That nigga just won another ring. <laughs> like, are you are you serious? At that time, he was already fucking one of the all-time greats. Or damn, close on his way. All he needed was a ring at that point. 
Why that shit just that's, that just blew my mind when I heard him say that. And I know he was dead ass. He was dead ass when he said that shit. That just blew my fucking mind. Like that just lets me know that niggas don't be knowing their roles for real, bro. Like it be levels to shit. Like just because motherfuckers be accomplishing certain shit in their life, like you got it, it takes a certain man to be able to know that once he accomplished certain things in his life, to be able to sit back and notice when another nigga has done more. Like niggas is out there doing more to you. It's another nigga right there, right there, out there right now doing more to me. Right now. Right now. And I'm doing more than another nigga right now. Like, that's just not a game go. You chasing somebody at all times. If you ain't chasing somebody, you got to be top dog. If you chase, if you ain't chasing nobody, either you ain't shit or you, you top dog. It ain't that many motherfucking top dogs. So when I heard Chris Bosh say that, bro, that shit just blew my fucking mind, bro. I ain't going to fake it. Um, moving on, um, sticking with sports just real quick. Uh, this is a little pipe dream, man. I ain't heard no reports about this. This is just something I'm throwing out there, um, something that may come into fruition three years from now. I got my eyes on James Harden to the Lakers, man. Like I said, I ain't been hearing no reports. I ain't got no sources. <laughs> I ain't got no sources, of course. But I did the same thing with AD. Man, I had called AD come to the Lakers four years in advance. Um, and I kind of see the same thing with James Harden. Um, at this point, we all see James Harden eventually leaving Houston. Uh, no matter if it's this year or next year. I see James Harden leaving Houston. I don't think he's ever going to win a championship in Houston. Um, I can see James Harden coming back to L.A. Um, you know, if once LeBron come off the books, we still got A.D. Imagine if James Harden is the second best player on the team, bro. You just imagine that. Imagine if he had a dominant interior force. Like, imagine James Harden having Anthony fucking Davis, bro. Like, just that that's different, fam. He won't have that, that, same, that same load to carry that he got being the main guy in Houston having to carry Russell Westbrook, having to carry uh, Chris Paul. At, at that time, nigga, AD already won a ring, hopefully more to come. But just imagine if James Harden and Anthony Davis teamed up on the fucking Lakers in two and a half, in two years, two to three years. I looked up James Harden contract. Um, over the next three seasons, he had 40.8 million, uh, which was this season. Then he had 43.8 million. Uh, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry, 40.8 million next year, 43.8 million the next season, and then 46.8 million a year after that. You can't, I can see a nigga opting out, bro. I know it's going to be, that's a large number, that 46.8, but depending on what the fucking contract is, uh, he can get after that, or the cap market is after that, he probably don't even care about that shit at that point. James Harden is like, what, 31 at, right now? He'd be 33, 34 at that point. If he ain't got no ring by then, he would have already got over three hundred plus million dollars in his career from endorsements and his NBA contracts. Like at some point in time, he gonna care about winning. Imagine if James Harden get a ring. If he keep up this scoring shit that he doing, like imagine James Harden get a ring, my nigga. You have to put him over niggas like AI. You know what I'm saying? Like in my eyes. But like, I'm saying I'm, I'm just calling. I don't, I ain't no. It's a pipe dream. Ain't no sources. Ain't nobody talking about it. But I'm calling it right now, man. I'm trying to speak it into, into existence. James Harden to the Lakers within the next three seasons, man. James Harden and Anthony Davis. Oh, my fucking God. Imagine that fucking pick and roll. Imagine that shit. Who you guarding, my nigga? Imagine James Harden not, being, not having to be the best player on the team. And I really can't see no other player in the league that you can really pair him with that, that'll, that'll fit his style. And also carry be able to carry on that mantle of not having um of not having to have James Harden as being the, the guy every fucking night. Like, yeah, people throwing out uh Giannis, but 
to me, Giannis and, and James Harden game, nah, it, it don't, it don't, you still can wall off James, uh, you can still wall off Giannis. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't, can't do that with AD. Like, you can't guard AD. You just hoping AD missing. If you got that plus James Harden, you in trouble, That, in my opinion. So, hopefully that shit comes up to into fruition within the next three years, man. Um, moving on, movie of the week. Um, I ain't really had shit, man. Uh, I had to go back and watch a movie, some some old movies. I went back and watched John Q. Um, I, I really be, I really slept on how fucking good John Q was. Uh, John Q is a great fucking movie, man. As somebody who's grown up knowing that their their father was you know murdered when they when I was three years old, um, not really having a, a male role model in my life like that. Watching John Q, that shit kind of hit me a different in a different way. When, now that I'm older and I'm more mature. And I can see things a little bit different. Um, Denzel, he he did a hell of a job acting in that fucking movie, man. Um, so fuck it, man. This 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 uh this week's movie of the week is going out to John Q. Um, shout out to motherfucking me, Denzel. Uh, moving on to my favorite segment of the podcast, Love Thy Hero. I'm gonna do something a little bit different. Um, I just finished watching Lovecraft Country. Um, and Lovecraft Country is a pretty good pretty good show. It, it's it's definitely weird as a motherfucker. Like I said, I'm definitely support. It's definitely necessary, though. It's weird, but it's definitely necessary. Um, I'm gonna support it just because you know it, it is a good show. Um, but I want to give this week's love thy hero to Michael K. Williams. Um, a lot of people know Michael K. Williams from The Wire. Uh, he's from Lovecraft Country. Um, he, he's done so many, so many things. So many. He was on, on The Sopranos. He's been on uh, Law and Order, SVU, Law and Order. He's been on so many fucking Bessie. He's been on so many fucking movies, so many fucking shows that we've all loved and, and that we all seen. But the reason why I'm giving him this week's Love Like Hero is because um, the thing about Michael K. Williams, he's always picked roles that I felt has depicted black men in, 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 a, in an authentic way, in a natural way, in a real way. Um, I never felt like he was bullshitting the role. I never felt like you know what I'm saying? He was just doing a half-ass doing his role. I always felt like the role he always took on always depicted somebody that I, I could relate to, somebody that I, I knew growing up, and somebody that, that doesn't get enough light shined on, upon them. And I always feel like Michael K. Williams has always took on those roles on purpose. Um, like every role he's took on, like from The Wire to Lovecraft, everything he's done, everything he's done. It's, it's just been it's just been passion. It's been a lot of power behind, a lot of passion behind it. It's always depicted a, a, either a strong black man, a, a, a crazy black man, a gay black man. Every, he's always here on every every facet of life um, from a black man in the urban community, and he's always done it with passion, always done it with grace. Um, and he's been around for a long fucking time. And to think that he started off as a back uh, backup dancer, <laughs> to see him now, it, it's fucking crazy. To know he got his shine. His shot just because they had a scar on his face and motherfuckers thought he looked scary. To know that Tupac is the reason why he got his first motherfucking me acting gig is Tupac thought he looked scary enough to play his little brother in a fucking movie. Like that, to know that that's how motherfuckers' uh, journey be starting and to see where they carry that shit on, to see them carry the mantle and show show them, uh, show them, uh, pave the way for, for, for upper, up and coming young African American actors uh, after them is just fascinating to me and it's great. So I just wanted to make sure I took out took out the time on this episode to give out the Love Thy Hero segment to Michael K. Williams. Like I said, he's just been a great actor for so long. I appreciate all his work. Um, 
from The Wire to Lovecraft Country. That nigga basically got stimulus package with HBO. Like, he's on eight, The Sopranos, The Wire, Lovecraft Country, Bessie. Like, if, if motherfucking me, HBO need a nigga, they gonna get Michael K. Williams in it. You can't do nothing but respect it, bro. He grind for that spot. Um, the positive segment of the week goes out to Mari Turner. Uh, she is 27 years old. She was elected to the Oklahoma State Legislature um, this past Tuesday. She became the first non-binary state lawmaker in the country. Um, so I want to say shout out to Marie Turner. She was 27 years old, African-American woman. Beautiful, by the way. Uh, I wanted to make sure I shine light on that to make sure that was this week's positive segment of the week. Um, I also actually I got two positive segments of the week for you guys. Um, the other one goes out to Pacers for Alize Johnson. Um, there's a video you know, on Twitter circulating around of him. Uh, he bought his family a, a new home, and a reaction from his, from his mom was just priceless. Um, that's the reaction that every young man, every every child wants from their parent um, growing up. We all strive for that for that moment, like we can just give our parents everything they that they wanted growing up, everything that they didn't have because they took the time out their life to make sure that we were okay. Uh, seeing his mom react the way she did, it was just heartwarming. So I wanted to make sure I brought it up on the podcast as well. Shout out to Alice Johnson, Patience Forward, doing big things, man. Being able to surprise your family with a with a new home, that's, that's just big. Doing that for the community, man, it's huge for the, for the African-American community, man. So shout out to Alice Johnson again. Uh, you know he a nigga with a name like Alize. I ain't going to fake it. <laughs> you know he a nigga. He had to make it. <laughs> that nigga had to get a jumper. <laughs> I'm just fucking around, man. Shout out to you, though, man. Um I want to say shout out to everybody, man, supporting the podcast on all platforms. Like I said earlier on in the episode, uh, shout out to everybody that's making donations to the podcast, man. I really do appreciate that shit, man. Let's keep building this motherfucking me empire. Um, the link to the to the uh, cash shop and the link to make donations is all in the bio. Uh, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review each episode, man, if, if you can, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the platform. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, to wrap it up, man, you know how we give it up on this side, man. Make sure, always keep the main thing the main thing. Never let them sidetrack you with the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's all love these ways. Stay safe, stay sharp, stay sane. I'll holler at y'all next week, man. Peace.